happy. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> it's been a long day. All right, cut and take two. No? Yeah. <laughs> I am not stopping this. No. Um, Welcome back to Puzzling a True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tiffany. And, and we're, we're your hosts. hosts. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Awkward. Are you keeping uh, that in? Oh, I'm keeping that in for sure. <laughs> okay, so I wasn't looking at Tiffany and I didn't know she was ready. <laughs> she was pointing at me and I was just going... <laughs> oh, yeah. That was fun. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, Sorry. Sarah. Sorry. How was your week? Mm-hmm. It's been a lot. Yep. I've been very overwhelmed. I just am feeling like I need a little bit of help in life. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got two classes, full-time job, full-time watching baby. Like, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have like was trying to download. Listen, I, I still have one of those out. three things, and it's a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out, like, this one class that I have. And, like, the system is just fucking archaic. Oh, I should show you. It's an accounting system. Mm. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it's been really bad. And so I was trying to deal with that. And uh, just all the things. And it stressed me out. Yeah, I get it. Other than that, did I do anything fun this week? Mm, You didn't do anything this weekend. I went to the ranch Mm. yesterday with Aria. That was fun. It was freaking cold, though. Yeah. We, we got been, out there at, like, 4.30. It's been brisk here. It's been brisk. <laughs> like, brisk. Like, to it's put been it lightly. nice and sunny and beautiful, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be so nice outside. Yeah. No. Well, you know it's what, actually? Freezing. Like, two days ago, it was really nice and sunny oh, outside. Oh, on Saturday? Yeah, on Saturday. hot when I was I went skating. out. Yeah, I went out to the front yard, um, and I was, like, putting the dogs in the car. Oh, and this guy, this guy walking, his little pity came up, yeah. and I said, oh, I think I know this guy, like... I've seen you guys walking around. He was like, yeah, he's kind of famous in the neighborhood. <laughs> and so he comes up to me. It's this little brindle and white pity. He's so fucking cute. Aww. And um, I was just like, okay, don't leave because I'm just standing in like the perfect ray of sun right now. <laughs> <laughs> His owner was even like, yeah, you're soaking up the sun. And I was like, yes. oh, yeah, <laughs> can he just stay here so I have an excuse? Because like I've got everyone in the car. No, I think it was coming because I didn't have baby. It was coming to your house on Friday. On Friday. Uh-huh. Because I didn't have baby. I don't... Did I even go outside on Friday? I'm not sure. I don't know. That was the only time I went outside and it was fucking gorgeous. I don't remember, but Saturday was beautiful. Yeah. I don't think I went outside on Saturday. <laughs> I wore a long sleeve and my snow jacket and I was hot. Mm, did I go outside on Saturday? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. No. Uh, but I did go outside today to like put some ice melt down in that. It was, it's cold out there. Oh, it was freezing today. Yeah, it's Freezing cold yesterday. We had that east wind yesterday that just it was yeah driving back up driving back up from the ranch oh my god it was crazy windy yeah it sucked (laughs) but other than that i don't think i did anything fun so well i went skiing again of course that was it was a really good day i had the best run of my life i was so proud of myself and then i fell and i hurt myself not bad still sore though and then yesterday alex took me backcountry skiing and that was just a giant mistake (laughs) Should not have happened. Um, well, I mean, at least, like, you tried it. Yeah, and maybe once I get more comfortable with powder, yeah. and I have better skis, 
Yeah. Like, maybe next season sometime. Maybe. I know, Jason was like, do either of them have Abby training? Alex like, does, yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I know Tiffany doesn't, I'm not sure about Yeah, Alex. Alex does, and he has, like, all of the, everything you need to go backcountry. Right. But this was, like, a, such a minor little. Yeah, I mean, it was like, like a little hiking trail. It was a little <laughs> tiny hill. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a hiking trail, like, yeah. usually. But I've been, depending on which way you went, do you go, like, over the creek side or the we side. went, you know, the little um, pull-off right before you get to the school? Mm-hmm. Like, you can go down into that pull-off. That's where we went. That's where we started. And then it was just flat, 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 flat. And then, like, it went up a little tiny bit, and then it went down a little bit, and then it, like, went oh. up. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, so <laughs> when Aria and I did that hike in the summertime, it was, we took, so you guys probably took where we ended, you went in where we ended. We went the other way. That shit was, like, the hardest fucking hike I've been on in <laughs> such a long time. Dude, straight up and down. And I was carrying Avery on my back. It was so hot. I was, like, dying. No, it. I think to the point that we made it would have been a pretty damn easy hike. I mean, yeah, it wasn't coming, even that hard on skis. But When it's we just... came back down the other way, like, you know, to the loop, mm-hmm. I was like, god we should have taken this fucking way. Was there a so bridge? Yeah. That's okay. the end of the hike. But when we when we took it, that was the we end of the hike. We did not make it to the bridge. Alex was like, we'll make it to the bridge and then we can turn around. And I was like, okay, how much further? And he was like, oh, we're probably like halfway there. And I was like, I'm not doing this another three times. Yeah. <laughs> like, no chance. Yeah. And then on the uphill, I'm like dying. And he's like, we'll just make it to the top of the hill and we'll go down. I'm like, thank you. You're lucky he didn't take you the other way because <laughs> that you. shit sucked. Did you park up at High Meadow and go that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we planned on going, but a whole bunch of people had that idea, too, and there was two police officers there getting everyone out, so... It we, was horrible. We weren't allowed to. Yeah, you got lucky. Good. Um, but in the summertime, that hike is really nice to, like, go sit. There's a little... There's a couple little spots where the creek, like, has a little opening through the forest off the trail, so you can, like, sit down there and have a picnic and... Mm. Yeah, that's Sit nice. in the water and everything. Yes, yeah, and after that hike, after that hike, yeah, sitting in that water, so nice. <laughs> yeah, Misty would be happy. Oh my gosh, she tried the getting into the were. water. Uh, we took Indy and um, Nova, and they were just stoked, stoked. Yeah, now Misty tried getting in it on this little hiking trip <laughs> that we took, and, she, and Alex would just scream at her, and she like would pop back up with her stupid little head, like, "What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> it could, that water is like literally like, probably 33 degrees it's like yeah. just above freezing yes like the actual creek not freezing every little pocket of water outside of the creek yeah frozen yeah <laughs> that water is probably so cold yeah and it was not warm yesterday so no she doesn't care though no nova went in uh to the lake when ari and i went out there and it was like storming yeah i i mean i've taken misty to reagan and stuff like in january and she's like water crazy crazy dogs crazy dogs lunatics don't get it I don't get it either. Um, well, but didn't you hit a oh, new... Yeah, I feel like this is just going to be like a weekly thing, which is great, because I make goals and I beat them. I hit a new top speed. Yay! Of 37.4 miles an hour. You're getting up there. Jason said the fastest he's ever gone is 67 miles an hour. I... Which sounds... It's... No. Fucked. Absolutely not. Once I, was I like, hit, that's like, highway speeds, bro. <laughs> once I hit, like, 40, I think I'm going to stop making goals, because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's terrifying. No. I would not... I would not want to go fast enough to be allowed legally on the freeway. No. That's terrifying. Me either. That's Alex terrifying. said, like, three weeks ago he went 74. 
And I don't even know if that's his top speed. 74 miles an hour? Yeah. Are you shitting me? No. Well, I don't... I don't know. Because I asked Jason... Then, I was like, what, well, what's your top speed? And he was like, do you want to know it? And I was like, do I? And he was like, guess. And I said, like... I was like, um... 65 and he was like uh and i was like 67 and he was like "Mm." and i was like that's all i want to (laughs) know because i can't even imagine going faster than that so i don't know but he regularly would go 67 no 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 terrifying no No. i mean i'll i think i'll regularly hit the 30s now um just because i hit 15 last time Woo woo Hey, that was an accomplishment for me for a while, too. Yeah. On snowboard, that would be an accomplishment for me still. Yeah. So, no, but um, I usually only hit a high speed when I know that I'm going to, like, level out or go slightly mm. uphill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I have to keep my speed. But this last one, I didn't level out or get flat or anything. And I was just ripping down the mountain, going 37. And I was like, I'm killing it out here. <laughs> it was so exciting. Did Alex see you? No. Oh. No, he was at squaw that day. Oh, I know Aria was saying she wishes that she would have stayed with you guys longer. Yeah, I was ready to go home and take a nap. And Mariah's like, I'm on my way, please wait for me. And I was like, I guess I'm waiting. But then I got a free beer. Nice. So Yeah, Aria goes, I, I tried to be exotic and go get a Bloody Mary, and it was fucking terrible. And Tiffany had to drink it. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. I thought it was delicious. <laughs> You're like, oh, poor you, I'll take it. <laughs> I meant, I didn't mean to open up my beer, because mm. I brought my own. I was going to wait to see if she liked it, and then if she didn't, I was going to get her another drink. Yeah. But then I cracked my beer, and I was like, I had it, like, half cracked. I'm like, well, <laughs> there's no going back now. I have to open it. Yeah. I can't put it back in my pocket. No. So, I just had, like, way too much to drink on the mountain. Oops. On accident. Uh-oh. Well. well. Next time, we'll get Aria a drink that she likes. I know, it's like, you like the peppermint hot chocolate? And she goes, I know, I was trying to be, like, Yeah, she saw the picture of it, and she's like, that looks really good. And then she ate all the veggies off of it first, and then was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. I know, she goes, (laughs) I like the snacks. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah. It is the best part. It is the best part, yeah. But man, I love Bloody Marys. I'm I'm actually starting to really like them. I know, I told her it's an acquired taste. I don't like them, and then I, like, started randomly craving them, and then I didn't really like them still, and then eventually... I got to this point where I just crave Bloody Marys 24-7. They're delicious. Yeah, I did not like them at all. And then I remember that one time I was here and I was like, that kind of sounds yummy, though. And then you made it and I was like, I hate it. <laughs> I made you a Bloody Maria because you like tequila better. And, yeah. Ugh. And I hated it. I was and like, you were like, horrible. Are you going to be so bad if I dump this? And I was like, well, I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> yeah. And then Jason had one from the Cutwater mix. And I, like, took a sip, and I was like, holy shit, I like that. They're good. So the cut water is really what what got me liking them. Cause now, I think you would like the heavenly ones. They are, mm-hmm. like, really good. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll try one next time. I think they're way better than cut water. Mix. Really? Oh, my gosh. They're, they're, they say, everyone says this, but they say they're the best on the mountain. Oh, of And possibly best worldwide, or whatever it says. Yeah, whatever. And... Kristen Typical. saw it and was like, that looks really good. We should get one. And I was like, what snacks yeah. are on it? It's just um, an olive. Uh, I don't know if it's a green bean or. Yeah. A dilly bean? I think it's a dilly Ooh, bean. A, um, a pepperoncini and lime and lemon. Um, I think there's one more vegetable. Oh, uh, like a. They look like little onions. Radish? Maybe. I don't know. They're pretty good, though. <laughs> Sounds Like fantastic. cocktail ones are great. 
sounds fantastic they're really good and then mm. yeah we got the bloody mary me and kristen and we were like okay yep this is this is a pretty good bloody mary well, they're let me 20 just tell you, though i don't know if i pointed this out in our virginia city episode but the when we went to the washoe club right the washoe club oh washoe club yeah i always called the wrong thing well you just didn't i was calling it the washoe house <laughs> for like a long time um when we went to the old washoe club we got a bloody mary i know i mentioned that but they put this pickle on that bloody mary and this pickle was the crunchiest it fucking was. pickle and it was so it was good, a good pickle. it was so good and then red dog um did spicy dilly beans and i was real into that too yeah so anyway yep the veggies are 10 out of 10 yeah i love pickled veggies. a whole meal <laughs> gun barrel has a 32 dollar bloody mary it's a big Bloody Mary, but it comes with chicken strips, a grilled cheese, and bacon-wrapped shrimp on top. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a literal whole meal. That's, that's crazy. That's dinner. Me. Or breakfast or <laughs> whatever it's you like want to eat for. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah. I mean, the Bloody Mary isn't the best Bloody Mary in the world, but... I'm like, for all the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big... Like, it's a big mason jar. Hmm. So, it's worth it, I think. Interesting. All right, well, should we get into this? Yeah, it's a long one, isn't it? It's a long one. Okay. I think this is, like, the same amount of pages as my first two-parter. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. So we'll keep the, probably, I'll keep the banter to the minimum, like we did yeah. with the Sun Gym. We'll see how we, how we get through it. I'm on, I have, I have, like, this much into page 14. So it's, like, 13 full pages and then a little bit. Mm, okay. Okay, it's a, it's a gnarly one though i know we i'm excited i don't think i've heard i never like remember to do this and I, I never really think about it but just a slap a giant trigger warning on the top of this yeah just a giant one <laughs> i don't know anything about the case but that makes me uh wary okay so yosef fritzel was born on april 9th 1935 wait do we like him because i like his name yosef fritzel 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 it's like pretzel <laughs> I guess. Do we not like him? Um, right, don't tell me. Uh, I do like his last name, though. I do just want to point out real quick that some sources say Joseph, some say Yosef. Um, Dakota's sister's boyfriend's name is Yosef. Well, they this is also, Yosef. this takes place in Austria, so, like... He's Jewish. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's Yosef. And, like, mm-hmm. I did watch a documentary. It should be. It, I think I'm, like, pretty positive Right, but if Yosef, somebody, Yosef. like, if somebody knows this case and they've heard Joseph, then that's why. It's the American version. Yeah, and, um... I watched a documentary where the guy actually goes to Austria and talks to the journalists that, like, covered everything and talks to historians and, like, stuff like that, and they all say Yosef. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. That's their, like, cultural way of saying it. Right. Uh, he I'm was sorry, born in. My mic. That's okay. He was born in Amstetten, Lower Austria, and. I thought that you said Amsterdam just really fucked up for a second. <laughs> Continue. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Um, part of my notes got deleted, and I had to figure out what was happening. So, um, so yeah, he was born on April 9th, 1935, in Amstead in Lower Austria, which is, like, prime Hitler time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was born to his mother, Maria, and his father, Yosef Sr., mm-hmm. and Yosef was, like, a big old Nazi follower. Like, his dad? Yeah. He ended up okay. fighting in the war for the nazis okay um so he was a giant piece of shit 
obviously. <laughs> it goes without saying, but yeah. yeah. Okay. And his mom, Maria, um, kind of rebelled. Like, she was not for Hitler at all. Interesting. And Interesting how two people can be so different but get married still. They didn't get married. Oh, well. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, 99.7% of Austria, like, wanted to be involved with Hitler. 99.7. I thought, though, that a lot of Jewish people ran to Austria. No? Listen, I don't know. That's all I... That's what I heard in my Maybe stories, they... So. Maybe... Maybe I'm wrong. I have never liked history, so I, I never really paid attention. This would be a great question for Jason, because he's all about history. Yeah. Yeah, I hate history. Um, but yeah, she kind of rebelled, and she was sent to a concentration camp for a few months. What? Yeah. Um, leaving nine-year-old Joseph alone. Joseph, sorry. <laughs> yeah, left him alone. So he ended up actually getting sent to foster care, and they were like, yeah, your mom died. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until the war was over that he found out that she was actually still alive. She never died. That's wild. Yeah. So that happened to his mom. Um, like I said, Yosef's father was uh, a Nazi warman, and then he was actually taken prisoner by the Russians and sent back to Amstetten in 1948, when Yosef would have been either 12 or 13, and he and his mother both just wanted nothing to do with him at this point. I don't really know. I think it's because his The mom... dad and the mom didn't want anything to do with him? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yosef Jr. and Oh, okay. Mom, I was going to yeah, say, that's reasonable. But... Did... <laughs> didn't want anything to do with... Their the dad. dad, yeah, the dad got anymore. It. Yeah, Duh. um, I think it's because she was very like strict and abusive towards him, and basically just like taught him to hate men like she did. And he okay, kind of that's weird. He he very much idolized her growing up because he didn't like know any other. Like she had a big influence on him growing up. It's just strange that she was abusive very abusive like given the circumstances yeah and he she became a lot more abusive after she got back from the concentration camp it's like she took what they did to her and like put it onto him because she was already abusive now it's just ten worse yeah okay. um he had actually said quote she used to beat me until i was lying in a pool of blood on the floor it le- left me feeling totally humiliated and weak i never had a kiss from her she kept insulting me Telling and told me I was Satan, a criminal, and no good. The only thing she ever did with me was go to church. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Sorry, I was just making sure we were still recording. <laughs> I was like, did I turn it back on? Uh, he quickly started. That's like pretty much all we know of his early life, for the most part. Okay. Um, when he was a teenager, he started becoming a peeping tom and would like listen in for people having sex and like go up to the windows or doors and just kind of listen. What? It's very strange. Yeah, it's... Okay. Yeah. And then he started exposing himself in public and getting in trouble for that. One of those guys. Yes. At age 15, in 1951, he ran away from home to Linz and became an engineer. Um, well, he was technically, like, a technical assistant for a while, but it didn't take long for him to, like, actually become an engineer. Mm-hmm. And then in 1956 uh, is when he met Rosemary Beyer. Rosemary was born on September 23rd, 1939, and they quickly married when, she, when he was 21 and she was 17. Okay. Her father was actually the one that introduced him. Um, I believe they, her, or he and Yosef worked together mm-hmm. at the, um, I think it was called 
Voiced, I think is what it was called. The engineering place. Okay. Um, and I'm sure he would later regret. Well, I don't think he was alive to know what happened, but he would right. regret he it. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, after the first seven years of being married, they already had two daughters and a son. On April 8th, 1966, their fourth child, Elizabeth, was born. At this point, Yosef had already become quite aggressive with his family, and he left for a couple years to go to Africa to for work, and then he came back and was just like, kind of like his mom. Like, he was just so much worse once he got back from Africa. Hmm, I wonder, like, if something happened in Africa. I don't know. I, I never really heard about, like, anything that happened in Africa, but it's it's possible. But he's always just been pretty shitty. Hmm. Around this time is when he kind of, like, reverted back to his teenage ways of, like, being a creepy peeping Tom and stuff. (laughs) Creepy (laughs) peeping. Creepy peepy Tom. (laughs) Um, He would partake in sexual acts with other women in Linz, which is a short short drive. It's, like, 90 miles or something from Amstetten. So he was having, like, regular affairs. Yes. Very regular. Okay. Um, He... I don't think I mentioned this anywhere. He actually used to take trips to Thailand, like a specific little place in Thailand where it was like legal to just do whatever with whoever you pleased back then. Okay. And him and his friend would like take regular trips there and just rape a whole bunch of women. Okay. So, yeah, he's gross. Um,. He was convicted of rape in 1967 after following a young woman home, then breaking in, and he, like, planned this. He watched her for a a while, like, Mm -hmm. a couple weeks, to, like, get her routine, make sure her husband wasn't going to be home. See, that's so scary to me, like, doing the same thing every day. Yeah. Like, someone could totally be watching my house and, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, he leaves every day at this time. Mm -hmm. And comes back every day at this time. And Sarah never leaves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is a really scary thought. Um, He... Followed her into her house, or followed her to her house, broke in, using a knife to overpower her, and raped her while her baby was next to her in the room. Mm. He only received 18 months for this rape. What? I mean, this is... 1967. Yeah. Surprised he was convicted at all. Yeah. Um, oh, and in Austria, after 15 years, doesn't matter the crime, it's wiped off your record completely. What? Yeah, so 15 years after this happened, they had no idea that he ever was convicted of rape. That's wild. Yeah, fun fact. And it's still like that today, I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. Yeah. I Um, get for a minor, but like... Yeah, for anyone. That's wild. Uh, Rosemary stayed with him and stuck by his side throughout his whole sentence. And I I don't know if she just, like, didn't want to believe it was true, but she had to have known because he was very abusive to her, too. Right. And She should have taken that opportunity to leave. She should have. Um, there was actually one guy that came forward after his, um, his final arrest saying that he had seen them at a swingers club and he would have sex with all the other women and make her watch, but she was not allowed to partake in anything at all. Okay. So she like very openly knew that he was was cheating on her. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. Okay. She doesn't seem like the greatest mother in the world or the best brightest bulb in the pack or anything yeah. so okay i don't know um 
Uh, let's see. In 1972, the Fritzels now have seven children together. Holy shit. Four girls and three boys. And even with him serving time for rape, his career as an engineer, when he got out, grew and grew and grew. And his status within the community grew and grew and grew. And he was a very well-respected member of the community, worker, everything. And he built up his wealth to be able to own restaurants, multi-housing units, um, various buildings. Like, he owned a lot of property. And he was very, very wealthy. Um, Yeah, it was just weird how like you can be so shitty behind closed doors and then well not even really behind he was convicted from for it yeah and they still were just like yeah he's great right i think my dog needs to go out hold on yeah i don't know if people just like brush that off like yeah no big deal i don't know it's the 60s maybe they're like who cares (laughs) i don't know i guess everyone gets raped i mean i I guess i don't know like what their like culture is like yeah i don't know either i don't know but it very quickly gets real bad. All right, so shortly after Elizabeth turned 11, he started raping her, his daughter. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, in, in his home where he lived, uh, it was like a multi-unit property, mm-hmm. and he got permits to build an addition for like nine extra apartments and also a rooftop like area with a pool and an underground cellar Mm. very large underground cellar um in 1978 when elizabeth was 12 years old yosef started obsessing over her he was watching her every move wanted to know where she was going at all times um he believed that they had a special connection and what yeah, if, maybe that your father and daughter. Yeah, maybe that's, that's your it. special that's, connection. That's it. That's all the special connection. Because that's have. what it should be. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. Um, one of her best friends, Krista, had said that she was a wonderful girl and very calm and nice, basically. And like she basically just changed after she hit like eleven and twelve, mm-hmm. and she became very quiet and shy and like didn't talk about home life at all. Which, like, makes sense. She's just, like, trying to cope in her own way. Trying to, like, get away with it. Or get away from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She said that every time she would go over there as kids, they would just avoid Yosef because he was super strict. And, like, she said he had sinister eyes. And she just, like, he made her uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. she didn't even, like, know what was going on. Gross. I mean, Elizabeth didn't tell anybody until she was, like, 18. Yeah. Um... He would leave, like, porn in her room underneath her pillow and stuff to just, like, I don't know. He's just a creep. (laughs) And would, like, continuously expose himself to her. And it was just, it just got worse and worse. Okay. And worse. Um, On January 28th, 1983 is when Elizabeth ran away from home for the first time. Police had found her and called her parents to come pick her up in Vienna. On the ride home with Yosef, he told her that he would never let her run away again. And that is just the tip of the iceberg on foreshadowing. Yeah, I'm, like, imagining what that means, but I don't... It's... No. Gross. Okay. Um, she was enrolled in, in a hospitality course, so 
he basically wanted her to like go through this whole hospitality training so he she could help in the restaurants and like bring in money for the family and whatever Mm -hmm. like free labor probably i don't know um but near the end of that course she met a young man named andreas and they fell hard in love okay they only knew each other for like a month but man they were like making plans to run away together as soon as she turned 19 which is the um age of adulthood in austria interesting but weirdly they can start drinking legally at 16 that's that's typical in a lot of european countries yeah and i knew that that was a thing but it's just like weird that it's under the adult age you can start drinking well i know like at least in denmark you can only drink like wine and beer you can't drink hard hard alcohol at 16 yeah and then i think you can you can at 18 because that's their adulthood age i think yeah that's weird um when she had to go home and endure the abuse from her father still andreas would write to her twice but yosef was the one to find the letters and he would get very angry and jealous Mm -hmm. because he would talk about like oh we're gonna have like kids together after we get married and blah 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 and he was like no, not a chance in hell. I'm letting that happen. So it got worse. The abuse got worse after that. Um, he raped her more and beat her harder. And she fell into like a deep depression because of all of the abuse that of she was course. suffering. And she never heard from the man that she fucking loved. Yeah. So she just like really fell into depression. And Yosef would not let her leave the house at all after this, unless it was to go to work and come home, period. Okay. And she was working as a server. At one of his restaurants? I actually don't think it was one of his. Oh, interesting. Which is weird. Okay. But I know she was also, like, trying to save money so she could get the fuck out of there. Right. And it's also, there's no reports of sexual abuse on any of the other children except her. Hmm. And she was only the fourth one but there's three other girls yeah yeah and it was just her that's weird as far as everyone knows at least right in 1984 elizabeth had made the decision to move in with her older sister who was now out of the house and i think she was 26 at this point okay um the older sister Mm -hmm. she made the mistake of telling her father that she was going to do that and he of course did not want her to leave um I do want to say that, like, it's not her fault that this happened to her, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure, hindsight, she's looking back and being like, I shouldn't have told him I was going to leave. I could have gotten away. But, uh, yeah. Okay, this work is really bad. Okay. So, it's 1984. He started building the extension on the house and the cellar and the rooftop in 1978. So, it took six years to complete the cellar. Meaning that he had planned what he was going to do to Elizabeth for six years. Since she was 12 years old, he knew what he was going to do. Um, on August 28, 1984, Yosef brought her down to the cellar by telling her that he needed to help moving a door, like a big, heavy steel door. Okay. First of all, she's an 18-year-old girl. How much yeah. help is she going to be? Get a contractor. I would not be any help, let me tell you. Like, get a contractor. You've had these people building this place. Like, yeah. get one of them to do it. No. Um, and then he was like, okay, like he brings her down there and he's like, all right, we need to talk. So she's like, all right. Um, so she went into his office with him and that is when he chloroformed her, handcuffed her, and then drug her into a hidden section of the cellar that was not in the plans that nobody knew about. Did he make it then? Yes. Oh. 
and he left her down there after um, chaining her to a wall. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. He repeatedly raped her, like, multiple times a day right. at the beginning and left her in the pitch black with a makeshift toilet for her to use and the chain was just long enough for her to make it to the toilet and I don't even think there was a bed in there at this point. Like, there was nothing. Right. And he wouldn't turn the lights except for when he came down to rape her. Um, he, he made her write a letter to her mom. Like, he forced her to write a letter saying, I'm running away from home. Basically, that she joined a cult. Okay. And the letter really worked. In 1985, Rosemary reached out to media to help, help her find her daughter. And Yosef made every attempt in the public's eyes to also find his daughter. Of course he did. Yeah. He really had, he had this planned out from 1978 to when he got caught. And we'll talk about that. That's <laughs> Talk insane. about when that happened. That's crazy. Um, he continued to go to the police station and demand that they do more to find her. He did a really great job of convincing everyone that he was concerned about her. And no one could have guessed what, that he was literally hiding her in a dungeon in the basement. Uh, he would continuously go down there to beat, torture, and rape her, and no one upstairs in this multi-unit house could ever hear her cries for help. Like, this is the one room down there that he completely soundproofed. Jeez. No- nothing else down there was soundproofed. What Just... was the rest of the cellar used for, do you know? Um, I think there was, like, I think his office was down there. Mm. So there was just, like, random other rooms, and then he had, he had hidden this so well that... There was, like, a very tiny opening, like, behind, like, a bookshelf type of thing, where it was only, like, three feet high or something, and just a little tiny door to get back in there. Okay, so I was no, wondering, like... it was hidden. Okay, because I was like, well, if anyone can go down there, like, also, don't they see another room? he forbid room? everyone from going down there. Oh, okay. And nobody went down there. None of the tenants I mean, he's went the landlord, to explore. Yeah. But his, he told his wife, you're not allowed to come down here. Like, you can't even bring me coffee when I'm working in the morning can't come down here and she just was like all right <laughs> yeah that's not suspicious at all that's like, what i'm saying wouldn't you be like well why <laughs> yeah i i don't get it um i would i would be concerned if alex was like no you cannot come into the garage or this We've our heard underground many... cellar that we yeah <laughs> just built i mean you've heard like too many stories too of like things happening right under the wife's nose like yeah a, I'm trying to I think mean, of a didn't... story that, like, either I recently heard. Well, Jerry Brudos, he had the wife. He would torture all the women and kill them in his garage. Yeah, okay. Just... I was like, I can't remember if we covered it or if it was a case that I, like, just watched on, or, like, listened to um, on another podcast. But, yeah, it was, like, in the garage. And yeah. It's like, he was and just like, just yeah, you can't come in never went in there. Right. Like, how do you just never go in there? And, like, you just hear about it too much. It's like, it just happens right under your nose in your own home. And it's like, no, if you told me I couldn't go in somewhere, I would be going in there immediately. Yeah, seriously. It's like, no, you can't look through my phone. It's like, okay, well, then give me your phone. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to do it. Why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't get it, but whatever. Um, the ceilings only stood about five foot, six inches high and had very little oxygen flow because of the ventilation system he insult- installed himself. Of course. It was garbage. The room was only about 15 feet by 15 feet. Okay. Uh, this would make it hard for her to fight back from the abuse because of the lack of oxygen. Mm -hmm. And after around nine months, she just kind of accepted it and just let it happen. Nine months is such a long time to be in the dark. 
Um, he, I think he only had her in the, in the dark, like, for good for a few weeks. Oh, okay. And then, um, he did buy her, like, a calendar and a clock and put it down there so she would at least be able to, like, know what day it was. Which is kind of fucked, like... It's, the whole thing is, like, it's so much yeah. more fucked. Gosh. Um, he told her that if she didn't start complying, she would starve to death because the only time he would give her just scraps of food was after he raped her. So that's when she was just like, all right, this is going to happen to me. Nobody, like, she screamed all day, every day for, like, weeks and weeks, right. and nobody heard her. She's like, this is my life now. Mm-hmm. She just, oh, I feel so bad for her. Um, his routine would be to go down there at 9 a.m. every morning to work on machines, like, plans for machines that he was going to sell. Yeah, okay. And sometimes he would even spend the entire night down there with Elizabeth and, like, Nobody found it strange because he was this really hard-working, wealthy man. Like, he's just providing for his family by selling these machines. I don't know what kind of machines he was selling, but okay, nobody really found it strange, yeah. which I don't get. Okay. <laughs> um, after her 19th birthday, police stopped searching for her altogether because at this point, she's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. Right. Um, then... Yosef, as, like, a birthday present, basically, brought down a stovetop burner, a fridge, and unchained her for the first time. Stockholm Syndrome kicked in quick, and psychiatrists believe that she chose to see the good in him to avoid coming to terms with the bad. Right. So, I mean, we all know what Stockholm Syndrome is at this point. And, it, I mean, it does make sense. It's like, if that's your reality, you might as well find the silver linings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would, like, bring her little gifts here and there. Um bring her better food, some clothes, and she was just, like, she, she just had no, what the heck? Misty hit her <laughs> Um, he did stop beating her after her 19th okay. birthday, but he would still continue to rape her multiple times yeah. daily. Like, that's better. Yeah, it's not. He eventually decided to stop using condoms, and it didn't take long for poor Elizabeth to fall pregnant with her father's child. How the fuck is he planning this now? You'll hear. She did miscarry at 10 weeks with her first one and contemplated suicide because of it, but ended up not killing herself. And Yosef just didn't give a single shit. He took the fetus that she had miscarried and just threw it in the trash and turned the light off on her and let her wallow in her sadness for weeks. Jesus. Yeah. He did not care. The second one, though, she does carry to term and gives birth on her own in this disgusting cellar, in 1988. It was a girl that she named Kirsten. He didn't care to help her with the birth at all. No surprise there. Um, He gave her a towel, a few napkins, a pair of scissors, and a book about childbirth, and said, here you go. Good luck. What the fuck? Yeah. He also stopped coming down to rape her when she started to get a belly, because not because he was concerned about her or the baby, but he just oh, wasn't. probably just didn't turn him on anymore. Yeah, he wasn't attracted to pregnant That's women. That's disgusting. So he just stopped raping her until after she gave birth. Um, he would only come down there to make sure that she had enough food to survive that whole time. The first time he met Kirsten was when she was 10 days old. So he hadn't been down there in, like, over two weeks. I'm surprised she had enough food to, yeah, like, Yeah, and survive. to breastfeed the baby. Yeah. Because, like, I lost 20 pounds breastfeeding. Yeah. Like, it takes a lot out of you. And at this point, she's already been in there for four years. 
Yeah, that's fucking Four wild. years. I can't even imagine. No, me either. I mean, imagine not seeing sunlight for four years. Um, Kirsten did have some problems like epilepsy. I mean, no surprise there. I mean, she, she had no what, prenatal had, care yeah. and she, it's literally incest. And it's not just like any of the proper nutrition. No, none at all. Like during pregnancy or after foods that she could warm up on a stovetop. Right. That's like there was no nutritional value to anything she was getting. Right. Um, Yosef would go to other towns to get essentials for the baby because he couldn't be doing it in his own town. Like everyone knows him. It's a small town. He's like, why are you buying baby shit? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you don't have a baby. Your kids don't have babies. Like, so. Um, the abuse continues, and Kirsten st- slowly grows up to thinking that it's just normal for her mother to get raped in front of her by her... I don't know if she, like, knew that he was the dad or right. the grandfather. I don't But also, don't think know. of how sad it is to grow up in, like, a 15 by 15 box and thinking, like, this is all that life is. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Like, there are no other people besides us three, and, like... And it still gets so much worse. Oh, my God. Uh, um, she quickly falls pregnant again. And in 1990, her second child, third pregnancy, uh, a son named Stefan is born. And again, she did it by herself. Then in late 1991, she falls pregnant again. Oh, my God. Seven years into her captivity, and she is pregnant for the fourth time by her father. Lisa, her third child, is born in August of 1992. Uh, sadly, little Lisa was born with a heart defect. So after, oh man, I want to say she was like a year old, maybe like somewhere around 13-ish months. I don't remember exactly. Um, she was like obviously crying a lot. I mean, she's not, she's not okay. And no. Yosef was worried about having an adult two children and a screaming baby downstairs that somebody might end up hearing something. And also Elizabeth was like, hi, uh, there's something wrong with my baby. She needs to go to the hospital. Right. So he was like, all right, fine. Kind of. Uh, he took the baby upstairs, took it outside and placed her on the doorstep of their home with a note attached from Elizabeth that he forced her to write saying that she had this baby and couldn't take care of it. So they needed to take her in. He was like, I have two other kids. Um, The compound I'm at doesn't allow more than two kids, so you guys have to have her. Okay. So, Yosef and Rosemary took in the child, took it to the hospital, had surgery done on the heart, and that's when Yosef was like, wait just a second. I can get money from Austria if I adopt this kid. Because at this point, it's getting hard for him to support two families. Yeah. Um, and hide it. So he does. They adopt little Lisa legally. And it was very easy to do, do so. Like with the note and with him yeah. being so respected, they were just like, oh yeah, Elizabeth is a shitty mom that gave her daughter up. Like, whatever. And they adopted the baby. Okay. Um, he also brought the note along with some schoolwork of Elizabeth's to the police station to demand that they check the hand with handwriting experts to make sure it's hers it's hers her handwriting even though he obviously knows yeah but he's but just like, keeping up this facade that's he's wild. had everything planned out 
everything. Yeah, that's crazy. And he also demanded a DNA test to ensure that it was her baby. And it was. So that's when everyone really was like, all right, she's gone. Like, she ran away. She's in some compound. She's a shitty mom. She's obviously still alive. Yeah. Exactly. What fucking asshole. Yeah, it's really disgusting. So the cellar quickly became too cramped, as if it wasn't already, with yeah. three people in there. Um, I can imagine. Ugh, seriously. So Yosef decided to make the hidden space larger for them. And not because he gave a single shit about any of them. It's because it was just, like, too small for him to continue raping his daughter with two yeah. other growing children in there. Yeah, there's just, like, not enough legroom. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. So he made Elizabeth and the children dig out... The rest of the space that they would live in. By hand. Like, just digging into the walls? Yeah. It took and then what was t- he doing with the dirt? I don't know. I don't know. But he made them dig it out. If they wanted a bigger space, and he wanted them to have a bigger space, you gotta do it yourself. Oh my god. So, it took nearly ten years to complete this underground cellar. Ten more years. We're already seven years in. Holy fuck. Yeah. Her kids are literally adults. By the end of this, yeah. They are adults. Yeah. Um, So, he creates, like, this, I guess, apartment type of thing. Um, He made it into, like, three little... Well, I mean, I guess he brought the supplies after they dug it out. I don't know. He made it into, like, three little rooms with very, very tiny hallways and um, there was a combination bathroom, kitchen, dining room area, and two other, like, there was, like, a, I think there was two small bedrooms and, like, a tiny living room. Or maybe there was just two rooms total. Okay. No, there was one room that was padded and then two other rooms. Okay. And the padded room is where he continued to rape her. Um, it's really gross. <laughs> Yeah. In December of 1994, Elizabeth gives birth to her fourth child. Are you fucking kidding her me? Her fifth pregnancy. She named this one Monica, and Yosef did the same thing to her that he did with Lisa and dropped her on the doorstep, went to a payphone, called Rosemary and disguised his voice to make her think that it was Elizabeth. Like, he did, like, a high... How the fuck? He did a whisper. Like a, like a high-pitched whisper. And was like... Okay. He basically was like, sorry... Please take care of her. Don't look for me. And then hung up. So Rosemary went out, find the, found the baby, and was like, okay, I guess we have another one of my grandbabies here. And this one was never legally adopted by them. Why? Because he found out that he could get more money by fostering children oh than he could God, by adopting them. Oh my God, what a fucking asshole. So he is getting money You're not from fostering. It's your own fucking kid. Yeah, but they don't know that. Oh, it just makes me so mad. Yeah. Oh, it makes me mad, too. I get it. Um, it also makes you wonder what his plans were for these two girls. Like, if he was doing this to his daughter, these are also his daughters and granddaughters. Yeah, but and it also makes you wonder because she has another daughter that's still down there it's, in the cellar. And so is Stefan. Well, but son, he's a but, boy. Yeah. But yeah, he for some reason, the first one, he was just like, oh, whatever. I, I don't know. By all accounts, though, they lived a phenomenal childhood. The two kids? The two? The, the two, well, actually, 
We'll get there, but there's a third one that he takes. Lily upstairs, and, and Monica? Monica and... Lily, um, No. Wow. Yeah, I... it's Lily. The one that he adopted? Lisa. Oh, fuck. I didn't even see it. I was like, I know it's not Lily, though. I was like, it's an L name. Okay. I know. I was I was really trying to get it. Yeah, Lisa. Lisa and Monica. Um. But, yeah, apparently they all had, like, great childhoods. They all went to school. They went to the same school, um, schools that uh, Elizabeth had gone to. They grew up having sleepovers and friends and being able to just have fun. They would have friends over and go to, like, the rooftop pool. And they apparently lived a really great life. Vacations, all kinds of things. So but then up. there's uh, Stefan and... Kirsten just down in the cellar. And his literal other that. daughter, yeah. Elizabeth. Like three what, of his children. Like what the fuck did they do to not deserve that? I don't I don't know his train of thought. It's Literally really nothing. disgusting. Ugh, yeah. Um on April twenty eighth, nineteen sixty six, Elizabeth now gives birth to twins. Oh my god. Michael and Alexander, making this her sixth pregnancy. She now has six children with her own father, four of which are cramped in this tiny dungeon. He didn't adopt them? We'll get there. Unfortunately, Michael was born very sick. Okay. And when he was very, very young, um, he ended up dying in Elizabeth's arms. Okay. Because he didn't care to get any proper care for any of Do them. Do we not know why? Like, what? It was respiratory problems. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that he would give them for any pain, any anything, is aspirin. That's all they got. Okay. They didn't even get a toothbrush. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so after Michael ended up dying, Yosef basically was like, oh, that sucks, and threw his little body into the furnace and just... Into the furnace of, like, the family home. Like, upstairs. What? And just burnt his little body to get rid of the evidence. Okay. When Alexander was 15 months old, he decided, yeah, I'll take him upstairs and adopt him too. Or, like, foster him, I guess. So, same thing. Leaves him on the doorstep for the third time with another note that he forced Elizabeth to write. Alexander also did not get adopted by Rosemary and Yosef. After Michael's death, he decided to bring in more things for the children, including a pet goldfish and a canary. Excuse me? And I heard that in the documentary, so I I didn't hear it or see it anywhere else, but apparently they had a pet canary, which I find really strange. The goldfish I get. The goldfish is like, yeah, whatever, but what? I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe the documentary was wrong, but it was in the documentary. Okay. It's strange. It was very, very strange. Um, I thought that was weird and the kids loved their pet goldfish like stefan would just watch it all day well he had nothing else to do i know poor guy uh he also brought in a tv and a vcr but not really for the kids like they were able to watch tv and like watch movies and tv shows and know that like oh there's other things in this world than just this tiny dungeon but the main reason he brought it down there was because he needed a place to be able to watch porn and then proceed to force Elizabeth to reenact the porn that he was watching. It's disgusting. 
and wear whatever he brought down for her to wear. And she just had to do it. Like, now she has children involved that she risks. So she's what? I mean, she was 18 when she went down there. It's been 17 years. No, it's been... This is 19... Um, that's not right. 94, right? Yeah. Well, I just said 1966 was when Michael and Alexander were born. It was 1996. My bad. Okay. Um, so she's been in there for four, 12 years now at this point. The math ain't mathin'. Well, th- I mean... It didn't get finished, and then all oh, of it, yeah. But oh, it, it's okay, just, okay, like, okay. overall, it took about 10 years to get it all done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was like, wait, because <laughs> you like, said... That's not right. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. Um, Yosef had hidden... Whoa. Where am I going? Oh, yeah. So the, the rooms, like, that little doorway that I was talking about to get to all of these hidden rooms were so well in, uh, hidden that... The fire inspectors came to do their routine check, and they didn't find it. They were, like, inches away from being able to find her. And they just, they were like, yep, you're all good. And left. Oh, my God. And I wonder if she heard them at all. I don't know. I wonder that, too. I mean, he soundproofed it really well, so it's possible that even if she, like, I'm sure if she, like, went over and tried banging on the door, they'd probably hear something. But, yeah, he soundproofed it really, really well that I just... I don't know if she even heard them. That's crazy. And that was in 1999. So this was 15 years after Elizabeth had first entered the cellar. So she's 32 now. 33. 15 years later. Am I doing math wrong? Yep, 33. I second math. Yep. Um, In February of 2002, she now gets pregnant for the seventh and final time. Are you fucking kidding me? Seventh time. She names her final child a son, Felix. Felix didn't get taken from Elizabeth, like like the first two children didn't. Why? Because, you know, Rosemary had a lot on her plate. She couldn't handle a fourth children, or a fourth child. I don't understand. I don't understand his thought process. <laughs> like, why does, why does he give a shit about what M- Rosemary, like? I don't know. I don't know. Because he obviously doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. And he's beating Rosemary this whole time, too. Yeah. I mean, like, that never fuck? stopped. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's like, well, it's going to be too much for Rosemary to handle. So, like, you're stuck with the kid. <laughs> like, fuck off. He also slowed down on raping her at this time because, you know, as a mother of seven in her 30s, she wasn't as attracted to him or tra- attractive to him as she used to be because she's a locked in a dungeon and she's aging terribly because she's locked in a dungeon yeah of course and she's had seven pregnancies and like <laughs> and literally no care he was still raping her don't get me wrong but not as much because he just wasn't she just wasn't attractive anymore she's literally had no care literally this none. entire she's time she's had some aspirin in her life not even a fucking toothbrush not even a toothbrush yeah so then he started grooming 13 year old christian I fucking knew to take it. take her place. I fucking knew it, dude. However, I... A little silver lining, I guess? Um, I don't believe he ever actually raped her. Okay, well, there's that. There's at least... At least, If yeah. there's... If he did, it's not mentioned anywhere. Well, you think she'd say something after, like, all of this? 
you would think, but I mean, I don't know. She's been through a lot. Maybe she just didn't want to bring that into. I don't know. He had also mentioned that, like, I, I don't, I think this was by the time she was, like, 18, but he had mentioned that uh, Kirsten had become too sickly for him to even want to rape. But, like, didn't care that she was I mean, so He's sickly. not going to get her any fucking care. He's just like, eh, not attractive. Yeah. What a fucking monster. Like, how do you, I, like, Avery is my daughter and I fucking love her and, like, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine ever doing anything to, like, hurt her like that. But then I think about, like, how much my dad loves her as his grandpa, which, like, he's in both situations. Like, that's his child and his grandchild. Yeah. And, like, thinking about how much my dad loves Avery, like, my dad, like, he did his best for me when he could. And, like, Mm -hmm. we're much better now than when I was a kid, but, like. I can fucking see the difference in, like, the way that my dad treats Avery. Because, like, it's just so different having a grandchild, you know? Yeah. Like, I just don't know how you can fucking do any of this to, like, your kids or your grandchildren. Like, it, it literally does don't not... don't get it either. Like... It blows my mind. And, and Jason's parents are, like, in love with Avery. You know? Same. It, it's I love like... that baby. Yeah, it's like, even... You have no, like, actual familial relationship to her, and, like, I showed how do Alex you... a picture of her yesterday, and he looked at it, and he's like, oh, I love her. And I was like, I know. It's just like, <laughs> how do you not look at a little baby and be like, oh, what a sweet little thing, you know? Yeah. Like, and then I you don't watch it grow get up, it. and... Especially having, like, familial ties to it. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, like, an evolutionary, you have, like, that's he part of human have, nature. Like, it that... just i don't i just fatherly don't, instinct i, I guess. just don't get it i, I just don't, don't get it it's disgusting at this point it's 2007 are you fucking kidding me and he thinks eh, might as well just kill them all at this point are you serious but then instead he was like uh it'd be really hard to like get rid of four bodies and not be caught so he decides not to kill them so he's like all right what am i gonna do about this like I'm getting old and gross, and I'm, like, having trouble walking. I can barely even rape my own daughter anymore. I can't leave them down there, but I can't kill them. So he's like, what do I do? And Kirsten was just getting sicker and sicker. I mean, she is, like, very ill at this point. Do you know with what? She was having, once she got to the hospital, she was having, like, multiple organ failures. Okay. I mean, I just think it's lack of basic care right so i don't i don't know i mean if you don't like anything with your teeth can cause heart failure like if you have bad teeth like oh yeah so i imagine not having a toothbrush not having access to like regular medical care of yeah of course she had things going on yeah poor thing i mean she was in like way worse shape than elizabeth was right and he did eventually like get them some vitamin d supplements and a uv lamp because they were so deficient. Well, of course. Obviously. Okay, um, but what does but that, that make you a fucking father of the year? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so instead, he had Elizabeth write another letter saying that she hopes to be home with her three children, to be with her family again, and celebrate birthdays and Christmases and whatnot together again within the next few months. But he needed those few months that she wrote in the letter to try to, like, 
you know, groom her and and the kids into like saying mm-hmm. what he needed them to say. Okay. When they got out. Um, however, he actually before I go into that, he also took a, a liking to the youngest, Felix, who is five at this point. A and boy. I mean, not like a weird liking, but he really wanted him to like go to school and get educated and have okay, a normal okay. life. Like. I thought you meant like no, yeah, just okay. it's just weird though. Like why, why that one? Yeah, like why did you, like what's different about him? Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. Um, and unfortunately, Kirsten just couldn't, like she needed to get out of there. She right. was almost twenty years old at this point, and she's sick as shit. She she's yeah, ridiculously sick, like on the verge of death, sick. And has never seen the light of day. Has never seen anything outside of this dungeon for 20 years. Right. Besides, like, whatever TV and movies, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And um, she needed to go to the hospital ASAP. Like, they couldn't wait a few months. Right. So, on Elizabeth's 42nd birthday, she begs Yosef to take Kirsten to the hospital because she's obviously in dire need of help. Right. He was like, all right, fine. But, like, not until your mother leaves for her trip. She went on, like, an annual trip every year to... I don't remember where. He was convinced that he would just be able to take her there with no explanation at all. And doctors would be like, all right, cool, yeah, like, we'll treat her. And then you could just take her back to wherever you got her from. I don't know. Yeah, like, they're not going to check into who this woman is. Yeah. (laughs) There are going to be questions. This woman is deathly ill. Like... And, like, I imagine... I don't know how Austria works, but, like, health insurance? Like... They have to have a name for the records and, like, if you yeah. have insurance and blah, 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 Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, because he had gotten too weak from getting so old, he had Elizabeth help carry Kirsten up the stairs and then walks her back down into the dungeon and locks the door behind her. Like, she put her daughter's health and safety ahead of, like, herself and even her two other kids. Like, she could have tried to run, but then right. she risks her father harming her children and yeah like you never know what could happen so she was like just get her some help i'll do whatever you need me to do right um he did change his plan up though so he meticulously continued with the whole like my daughter is in a cult and keeps leaving her children on my doorstep thing um did he fucking say that oh my god so he calls the police and he's like hey yeah uh this like girl just appeared on my doorstep she seems really sick you should probably come pick her up so they do, and the ambulance arrives, takes Kirsten to the hospital, and then about three hours later, Yosef appears there too. He demands to speak with the doctors right away to tell them that he got another note from his daughter, saying that Kirsten is hit hers and that she needed medical help. He told them all the backstory of the cult and yada yada, and doctors were like, okay, cool, no problem, I guess. Are you serious? And then police come to question Yosef. But not because they think that he's lying. They just need to know more about what happened and this note and whatever. Because they still believe that Elizabeth is just some shitty mom that ran away and doesn't take care of her kids. And they, like, fully believe Yosef's story. Are they not asking Kristen anything? Or Kristen? She... How do you say it? Kristen? It's... Okay, so it's, like, it's Kirsten, but... Okay. But I also Kirsten? heard that it's, like, with a sh, so it's, like, Kirsten. Kirsten? Kirsten? Okay. Yeah. So are they not asking Kirsten anything? Or, like... She had to be placed in a medically induced coma because she oh, was okay. that ill. Okay. Like, all of her organs were failing. And 
Um, so her condition continued to worsen after her coma, and the doctors call Yosef and they're like, hey, you need to figure out how to contact Elizabeth because we need to know, like, what the fuck this girl has been through. Right. And why and how she's so sick. Like, we can't treat her if we don't know, like, what the cause is. Yeah, and he's like, all right, cool, I'll try. And then obviously, like, didn't even bother to tell Elizabeth what was going on. Right, but also it's like, how are we going to get in contact if she's leaving anonymous notes? Like, you supposedly don't know where she is. Yeah, exactly. So you're just waiting for another kid note to show up on your doorstep, like. Yeah. That's the only time they've apparently heard from her was yeah, totally. with these notes and children. Yeah, exactly. And the one fake phone call. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until Elizabeth saw a photo of herself on the news from 26 years prior. Because she had she was cause she 16, had the TV. Yeah. She was 16 years old, the last photo that has ever been taken of her. She was 16. Even still to this day. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a... I want to know what she looks like. I... Not good. No, I can't I mean, imagine, but... I mean, like, this really didn't number on her. They kind of describe her, but yeah, no pictures have been taken wow. of her since okay. she was 16. Interesting. Um, The media was begging her to show up to the hospital to help help her kid. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, you. we need you here. We need to know what this girl has gone through or else she's not going to make it. Right. So... The next time Yosef comes down to the cellar, she begs him to let her out so she can save Kirsten's life. Mm-hmm. She even swore that if he let her do this, she will go back into the cellar after and, like, pretend to run off again. Like, she will do okay. anything she can to just save her daughter's life. Right. On April 25th, 2008, he finally decides that he will release Elizabeth and the children for good, but only after swearing that she and the children would never say a word about what happened the last 24 years. She has to keep the facade and tell the children um, to lie, saying that, yes, they were in this crazy coal and that she did abandon her three children on her parents' doorstep, and, like, they've never met this man in their life. Like, they had to just keep this going. So she had to, like, convince them of what to say. Okay. Which is ugh, so horrible. And I imagine, like, them not knowing anything else, like, they're gonna just go with what their mom say- says, because, like... That's been the literal only person that's cared that they about can them trust. Ever. Yeah, like yeah. okay, I'll just say it. Yeah, so um, he he told her that that if any of the truth comes out at all, he will kill her or her children. Period. So she was like, she believed him. Obviously, he's a monster. Yeah. So I mean, she's, she's like, been locked up for fucking how many years? Twenty four years. Yeah, twenty four years. When Rosemary and the three children came home, they saw a sickly and pale Elizabeth, Stefan, and Felix waiting for them upstairs. Rosemary was overjoyed when she found out that it was actually Elizabeth because she did not recognize her. At this point, no. she looks like an elderly woman. Wow. Um, I listened to the Time Suck episode on this, and uh, Dan had mentioned, he said that they looked like they could have been sisters, like, based on what he's read. Like, she really wasn't that bad of shape. Wow. Okay. And once she realized, like, it really was her, she was, she, like, ran into her arms, like, they were crying and all this stuff. Yosef then calls the doctors and tells them that Elizabeth has come back and she will be at the hospital soon, but only if they don't call call the police. Because how embarrassing would it be for their family to have the media find out about Elizabeth's stay in a cult that caused her to um, get rid of her her kids and get so sick and and gross. It, it would just be such an embarrassment to him and of and course, family. to his high-class family. Yeah. 
um, the doctor didn't question anything about like where she had been for 24 years. She, he just asked about her symptoms when they started, like whatever. And then immediately after Yosef and Kirsten left, he called the police. Okay. He was like, I was like, if someone doesn't fucking call the police, <laughs> yeah, I, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to freak out. I know. Well, he like agreed. And then he was like, it's not my job to like investigate where she's been. It's my job to figure out what's wrong with this girl and how I can help her. Right. But, but he did I his duties. Also, as a mandated reporter, like you do have to call that in. I mean, it's Austria. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, know. he was like, something's definitely not right here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me call the police. So they were taken in very quickly. I mean, I don't know if they like were going to check out at the hospital. No, it took them longer or what, but they were picked up like as they were leaving the hospital okay. from the police. Um, they were brought to the station, put in separate interrogation rooms, and Elizabeth would not talk. She was terrified. Okay. And it took many times of the police reassuring her that her and her kids would never have to see her father again for her to finally break down and tell them everything. Everything. Imagine being that officer. Oh, my Hearing gosh. all of that. Well, what surprises me is that it only took two hours really? for her to tell them everything. Okay. Which I am surprised didn't take longer. That's 24 years worth of, of like, stuff. psychological abuse. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So much literal torture. Yeah. Um, Yosef refused to talk at first. He said that he wanted to be left alone and that he was sorry for what happened and that's that. You don't get to be left... You don't get to be left alone. Like, that's... You... No. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I know I was wrong now. Like, whatever. No. Okay. No. Um, Of course, investigators pushed him, and eventually he did confess to everything. But he really tried to sit there and say, yeah, all this happened, but I never raped her. Then how the fuck did she have kids? Not once. How the fuck did she have seven pregnancies? Um, Seven pregnancies. Six six living children. Well, except for the... Well, the miscarriage and, and the, the twin. twins. So she's had seven pregnancies, but yes, yeah, six living children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I'm no. sorry. Who was sneaking through what window no, then? No, no, no. no. It, they were his kids. Okay. But he never raped her because it was all consensual. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. God, 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 God. And he never touched her until mm-hmm. she was 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she could mm-hmm. consent. And she was so just like. So she just like willingly went down there and waited for herself to turn 19. Yeah. So and then she. Could, yep. Got and it. And then she willingly was like, yeah, I want to have children with my mm-hmm, father. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I want to live in this tiny dungeon where I don't even have a toothbrush. Yeah. This sounds And great. I'm like deathly ill and so are all of my children. Yeah. Dream life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He really tried telling them that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he ended with, oh, like we haven't had sex for a few months. Like good, that's any good better. F- good for fucking you. And it's probably because you're a super old giant piece of a hot garbage. You're a geriatric that piece of get shit. Get it up anymore. Yeah. And now that your daughter's had seven pregnancies, you just don't find her attractive. Yeah, you're a geriatric piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And literally, the evil is just creeping into your fucking body, and that's why you can't anymore. Yep. Yeah. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would. He told the police that he would threaten Elizabeth and the, which. Obviously, they didn't believe his story, so the truth came out. Yeah. His truth. I mean, the real truth from him. He would threaten Elizabeth and the children, um, that saying that if they tried to escape at all, that poisonous gas would release and kill all of them. 
So they never tried to escape. Okay. And he also told police that he had a timer set up for whenever he went out of town and, like, if something were to happen to him when he was out of town, like, the, they would just die down there because nobody knows they're down there. So he said, oh, yeah, I have a timer set up, so if I'm not back by a certain time, it'll unlock and they'll be released. Okay. Uh, yeah, they didn't find any Well, such what anything. I was thinking when he was, like, getting older and was like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to kill them? But I can't. I was thinking maybe he'd, like, put it in his will or something to be like, hey, like, oh, now no, that I'm he dead. He probably thought about this, but, like, he never did anything for it. Right. He wasn't in a will. There was no timer. Like, and he went on trips all the time. Like, he would leave them downstairs for, like, two weeks at a time. You just make sure they have enough food stocked in their fridge to last while he was gone. I forgot they had a fridge. I was like, yeah. fuck, they're not even eating. Yeah, but so no. he would just leave them down there. If something were to happen to him any time at all, but right. especially going like on these trips, no one's finding these these people downstairs. Yeah. And That's... he didn't care. I mean, he considered killing them all. He did not care. Right. Um, officers came to pick up the two youngest boys, Alexander and Felix, and take them to the hospital get, to get checked out as well. Do you know how old they were at this point? Alexander was seven or eight. So still, like, young, young. Felix was five. Okay. And Elizabeth, she really was, like, an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was an angel. Right. And the um, the police and everyone were super impressed with how smart and well-educated they were. She taught them to read and write. She read to them every night. She sang them lullabies. Like, she she was so, like, she herself was so sick, too, but she never complained. If she had a toothache, she didn't say, oh, my teeth hurt. Like, she didn't want her children to hear her complain about anything. Right. Like, she was really an angel of a mom, given the circumstances. So they were well, super... I mean, it's all, you, it's all she had, like... yeah. She probably gave all anything that she had left to the kids. Oh, you know? for sure. Like, that, that is probably the only reason she is still living. Oh, for sure. Because of these children. Um, Felix saw the moon for the first time when the police came Aww. to pick him up. And he asked the officer if that was God and if they were in heaven now. Aww. He had no idea. It's so sad. I can't imagine, like, meeting someone else for the first time, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the only... They had met uh, Rosemary and their three technical older siblings at this right, point, right. but that's all. I mean, right. And that happened that same day that they made th- they met these officers. Yeah. Oh yeah, being five and meeting a human for the first time—that's not your mom or your siblings. Like, that's crazy. Um, they were all so malnourished that she had lost all of her teeth, had severe like black gums, like gum decay to the max. Uh, her hair was white. She had gotten so many wrinkles from all of the stress and whatnot, lack of basic vitamins. She had a limp and terrible bones because of the lack of vitamin C and vitamin D that she was getting. Mm -hmm. And a really bad hunch due to the height limit of the cellar. Mm -hmm. And her kids were all pretty much the same way. Felix was probably the healthiest just because he He was was the youngest. youngest Only went through five years of this instead of 24. Um... Hmm. Where did I go? On March twenty sixth, on March sixteenth, two thousand nine, is when Yosef's trial started. He was charged with rape, enslavement, incest, and murder of one of his children slash grandchildren. 
He pleaded not guilty originally, but changed his plea after Elizabeth came on the stand and testified what had happened to her and her children. And I'm not sure how, like, the courts work in Austria, but after a four-day trial, so, like, he pleaded guilty, but they still had a trial. Okay. So, I don't know. He was sentenced to life for murder with neglect, with an additional 20 years for enslavement, 15 years for rape, 10 years for deprivation of liberty, 5 years for coercion, and... Just one year for incest, which I find strange. But what's the incest law in the U.S. though? I think it's more than a year. I, I honestly, wonder, I didn't even know there was one. I wonder if well, I'm gonna look it up. So we looked it up. Um, in the U.S., depending on the state, incest between adults is a felony and punishable by five years to life imprisonment. And if the victim is a child, the punishment is as severe or even more than other cases of child sexual abuse. It should be more. Yeah. California Penal Code section. Actually, it should be the same. It should all be life in prison, but that's beside the point. Yeah. If you want to read more on it, uh, California's specific code is California Penal Code section 285PC. Well, on this website, it says that New Jersey and Rhode Island incest between adults is legal, However, neither state permits marriage. In New Jersey, each person involved in the relationship must be at least 18 years old. In Rhode Island, the age of consent is 16 years old. Six fucking teen? Yeah. Okay. Um, in Georgia, incest laws are limited to heterosexual intimate relationships. So, like, no risk of pregnancy, I guess? Or, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, heterosexual. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. But... Intercourse between fathers and daughters and mothers and sons is legal. So, like, an uncle and a niece, that's legal, apparently, in Georgia. I still don't see Why is it only there. limited? Okay, what? It just can't be, like... It can't be it can't a father be, and son. No, it can't be... Well, that either. But, but it, can't it can't be... It can't be an uncle and a nephew. Because that's no. homosexual. Right. But it can't be, like, a mother and son... But it can be an aunt and nephew. Like, it can't be Okay, that but that's weird that they're even bringing it into, like, gay rights. Oh, I know. Also. I it's like, get... what? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. mean, it's Georgia. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. This includes any half and stepchildren and siblings and extended family. Uh, in North Dakota, incest includes marriage and cohabitation between first cousins or anyone closer than first cousins, even if half-related. Mm. Second and third cousins are generally free to marry in most states, and first cousins are generally allowed to have relationships. In Ohio, incest is legally allowed, provided that one party is not a parental figure to the other party. That's just so wrong. Yeah. What is wrong with I did see a video, though. <laughs> I did see a video, though, where um, a husband and a wife took, like, an ancestry test. Oh, man. And it like turned out... question. Yeah. It turned out they were, like, second or third cousins. And they were already married. She was pregnant when this, like, all took place. And they were just kind of like, you know what? Like, we're far enough away that... Oh, that's so, like... That would be such a... Hard to see, yeah. And she was like, she was like, and we didn't realize until we took the ancestry DNA. And he called his grandma, and I called my grandma, and we're like, "Do you know this person?" 
and like both the grandmas were like oh yeah we grew up together like that's my cousin or whatever oh man and she's like okay (laughs) great but like you're pregnant and you're already married like and you didn't grow up together you didn't know each other before this point like right your families really have no ties it's just still like such an uncomfortable situation to be in i hate it it's weird it's weird it's weird uh yeah i don't like that at all um also he had his mother in captivity upstairs in the attic until she died just a fun excuse me what his like his own mother his mother yeah and i don't really know all the details to that but yeah he had her in the attic and he locked her in there until she died also why i don't know what i don't know but but they didn't like elaborate on that no I heard it in the Time Suck episode, and then I saw it on one of the sources that I... It was actually on Wikipedia. It says, on Wikipedia, there's, like, a little timeline. And it says, 1980, Fritchell's mother, Maria, dies in captivity in Fritchell's attic. But then there's, like, nothing else about it in the whole <laughs> Wikipedia page. And I'm like, you're really not going to elaborate on that? But, yeah, he locked her in the attic and... And she died. Why? Because you didn't want to pay for, like, a nursing home or something? I don't know. She was a pretty shitty mom, so... I don't know. (laughs) Elizabeth wasn't a shitty daughter, though, so... What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. It's really gross. (laughs) I'm just so... Like, how does he have the time? I don't know. And he's clearly very smart. And how does... How does his wife not notice? I think she knew about the mother. I don't know if she knew about the mother. I don't want to say that i don't know i don't know like i don't know i have no idea what's going on here elizabeth and her children have all gotten new identities and nobody knows their identity nobody knows the town they live in um not a single photo like i said has been taken of any of them since elizabeth was 16 uh they do have according to one source which is kind of a, a little bit of a shady source because they didn't even spell Elizabeth's name right. Okay. They like did in some places and yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, in yeah, others. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've gone to some of those yeah. like sources. So according to this source, take it with a grain of salt. Um, they have around the clock surveillance for where they live and to ensure that like nobody finds them, no, media, whoever. Right. Um, and they have all undergone extent instant in. Intensive therapy. I was trying to say extensive. And I intensive. can imagine that they They're need that. The yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. And it is rumored that Elizabeth and one of her body cards has fallen in love. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's true, but I just hope that they are all happy and healthy now that they are away from him. And I hope that they are really. Is he still alive? He is. He is currently 87 years old and still in prison in Austria. And it, it also took an additional four years until Rosemary and Yosef were officially divorced in 2012. And again, that's really all I could find. I don't know why it took so long. I don't know if she just wasn't granted divorce in a timely manner. Or like he didn't sign the pa- like I don't how the laws kn- work yeah. there. I don't know. I just sure. know it took another four years for them to get divorced. But that is the well. I hope. I hope. Case. I hope that they're still in contact, Elizabeth and her mom. I mean, it didn't sound like she was the best mom in the world. I mean, she was a bit oblivious. If yeah, to, like, but I mean, at the least, I I know like 
I mean, even her siblings that, like, lived at the house before, like, when, before they were all out of the house, like, none of them even knew that, like, she was downstairs in the cellar or anything. Right. And I do believe that Rosemary didn't either, but he, even before he locked her down there, he was raping her multiple times a day. Yeah, but, I mean, Rosemary was also getting abused. All of the children, like I said, none of them had reported sexual assault from their dad, but all of them were getting abused by him. Like, they were all getting beat or something. But also, like, we're in a different country. We don't know what the laws are there. Like, if she's able to leave or, like... like, the 60s to the 80s. Right. Like, is she able to leave? Who knows? Yeah. So, I'm not sure. But, yeah, so that... This is the case of Elizabeth Fritzl and her children. Well, I'm going to steal your line and say, what a bummer of a case. <laughs> it really is a bummer of a case. That's, yeah. I We paused at one point so I could go to the bathroom and I just, like, looked over at Tiffany and I was like, this case fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> this is horrible. She's like, I cannot believe I've never heard this. This is terrible. And yeah. I was like, I know. It's, wow. it's a rough one. Yeah, no, really, like, that's... But on the very small plus side there was no murder there was yeah death because of neglect from him but i mean i feel like at that point though i'd want to just die at 24 years i don't know i feel like i i don't know it's just all really bad well it's all really bad i've got absolutely nothing in my brain to say about this yeah um he's definitely even without being a an actual murderer he's one of the worst humans oh absolutely absolutely so yeah i think i think it's because like your brain registers like yes it's bad to kill people or it's like bad to do bad things to other people but i think it's a whole nother layer to have to comprehend that like this is family yeah and he tortured her for well i mean 24 years locked up but like 27 or 20 not 27 20 30 years altogether, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just constantly raping and torturing her. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, like, at, I would, I think I would rather be killed than endure 30 years of this. Yeah, no, totally. And, like, it's a, it just adds a whole nother layer that, like, that was his daughter and children, grandchildren, like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to have to, like, wrap your brain around, like, even, how someone could do that. Even now that they're all, like safe and healthier and whatnot like i still can't imagine them trying to make friends or start relationships Mm -hmm. or anything and be like literal normal humans yeah and have to be like oh yeah my dad is also my grandpa because we were held captive like it's just well just even like navigating typical social social situations when you've had 24 years of like absolutely nothing yeah like of the sort like felix probably was okay I he mean, probably adjusted the best the, be- if the I quickest guess. i guess yeah. and the easiest probably mm-hmm. but but i mean kirsten and stefan 20 and 18 by the time they were found yeah Ugh. i know well i just hope that they're all doing great yeah I and hope i hope that, that nobody finds out their names yeah really i mean at first when you said like oh there's still isn't a picture of her i'm like and I was like, oh, my first reaction was like, well, I want to know what she looks like. But know, now I'm like, like no, n- I don't want to know because I don't want anyone to know. Like, that's our, like, normal morbid curiosity. Right. But, yeah. But it, no, I hope she gets to live her life in fucking peace and no one recognizes her. Yep, I agree. Because... Because she deserves that. Do you want to 
I kind of want to get your reaction on the um there's pictures of the seller oh yeah i do want to see that okay like the finished seller after yes. all the rooms were built yeah, yeah okay okay so this is like the layout of it okay so okay there's the door Holy Okay. Okay. I mean, they in that picture they put like a toilet and a shower and like nice little furnishings and it's like there is a toilet. They he did put a toilet and a shower. Did but he? They're not nice. Well, exactly. Like in that picture, it's like oh, it's just a little tiny house, which is super cute. But then you remember like this was literally dirt that walls. was like basically their entire bathroom. Oh, so he actually put, like, tile in it. Yeah. And, like, real plumbing? I don't know how to... I mean, it had to have been real plumbing. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, I see literal, like, plumbing. Yeah, and if there's a toilet, a shower, and a sink... I don't... It's hard to say that it's nicer than I thought it would be, because it's not nice. Yeah. But, like, I kind of imagined, like, dirt walls and, well, like, I a mean, bucket. Well, I mean, the first, and... like, few years... Oh, for sure. It was, but once multiple children became involved and then these were this was the size of the hallways that they Ooh, this picture got really big Ooh, how do i Hold on. Hmm. even there's him i guess you can see a picture of him too Unfortunately, those were the literal size of the hallways. They were like a foot long or foot oh wide. God. Were they carpeted? It looks like carpet. It's Maybe that was tell. part of like the soundproofing. Maybe. And they. Let me see him again. I'll show you when he got arrested. Okay. And those are pretty much like the only photos we have of, the, mm-hmm. of it. Let's see. I kind of wonder what like the bedrooms look like. Uh, I've never actually seen these pictures, so I'm not sure if they are accurate, but okay. maybe I'll post that and just give like a disclaimer that I don't know if they're accurate. I didn't even see those in the documentary. I just saw the the bathroom, the hallways. Yeah, maybe, well, I mean, that looks like, yeah, inside Yosef Fritzl's dungeon 10 years. Okay. Oh, well, that, no. I was going to say that might be where the door's behind, but in the drawing, there's no door right there. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just looking at living area, padded room, bathroom, bedroom. Yeah, I mean, it's not nice. Yeah. But it's more than I thought he would give them. Like, it is tiled. And, like... Carpeted. And it has finished ceilings. Like... I know, I don't know how he did it. Yeah, like, how do you get all of those supplies down there? Especially without anybody being like, what are you doing down there? You know what sucks, too, is I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and, like, 
I hate to say it, but he kind of doesn't look like a bad guy. No, he looks very normal. Like, I would walk, I would probably, like, shake his hand and be like, oh, hey, you know, like. And that first documentary. Sweet. That like, I, that picture, he looks very sweet. Yeah, that first documentary that I started watching that was, like, half in German, half in mm-hmm. English. Um, my my TV wouldn't load it properly, so I ended up not watching it at all. But they did have, um, like, home videos of him like during the time that she was locked in the basement and he seemed totally normal happy like it it makes sense why he was like a pillar of the community yeah because like i look at that picture and i'm like if that guy like if i worked at starbucks or whatever still this is when and, he like, got arrested okay he looks a lot creepier there. there yeah for yeah. sure but that that one picture that we just looked at mm-hmm. like looks like he's on a boat or something like, if he walked into Starbucks while I was working there, I'd probably be like, oh, what's up, Yoav? Like, or Yosef. Yo- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is him during trial. Ugh. Gross. Now I'm thinking that, okay, yeah, he looks fucked there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I'm thinking that Dakota's sister's boyfriend's name is Yoav, and that's why I, I said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Yoav now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I know it's Yoav now. Yep. Uh, no, but still, well, it's the same. Enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. Sorry, guy I've never met. But, um... <laughs> oh, and then here is... Here's just Rosemary. Um, and him. I'm assuming before she found out. Everything. I mean, yeah, he's obviously not arrested yet. Yeah. She looks... She looks less friendly, which is... Like I said, she wasn't, like, mother of the year by any means. Well, and she also wasn't happy with her life, I'm sure. No. no. She, yeah. She looks too happy there for what she had to go through. Yeah. I think. Yep, so that's the story of Elizabeth Fritzel, and I'm happy that she's alive, and I'm happy her poor children are alive. Well, I would say thank you, but I don't want to. Oh, I know it's a bad one. <laughs> this is, like, one of the hardest ones, like. Yeah. Are we taking a break next week because you're going to be gone? No. Maybe. <laughs> Depends on what time you get back, I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We may or may not take a break next week just because I leave tomorrow and we don't have time, obviously, to record another episode. So yeah. if I get back at a good time on Monday, then we'll try to get you guys a case. But if not, we'll see you in two weeks. Or one week. We'll see. Well. Definitely don't be this evil. Don't be it. Ever. Ever. And we love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.